Hello, friends. <sighs> Today, um, I want to chat with you about the question, which is in the title, is do you feel like your soul is being crushed or even has already been crushed? Um, whether by the events of 2020 or even um, before or by things unrelated to all the craziness of 2020. But are you in a season of life where your soul is just crushed? If you are, I want to share with you guys um, something that I have learned about that, okay? This conversation is actually inspired by my devos earlier this week. I was reading in Proverbs, and Proverbs 18, 14 just really really stood out to me because I feel like it just so crazily kind of summed up what I'm seeing happening um, a lot right now in this season. And it says the human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Um, and I just, I feel like that's something that's happening a lot right now that you know, where um, people are living in a lot of fear right now of illness. Um, and some people are ill. But what's happening is the weight of the fear, the weight of um, the consequences of choices that are being made um, are actually more soul crushing than being ill. Um, and honestly, looking back, just looking back over the course of my own life personally, um, I struggled with health issues for a really long time, a variety of health issues. And that was nothing compared to dealing with depression, dealing with, you know, the physical health issues were nothing compared to dealing with mental health issues personally, in my experience. Um, and it really is because our mind is where so much happens and so much, um, so much springs from, right? And so I want to share with you guys, if you're in a season and just maybe let me know, like raise your hand in the chat. Like if you're in a season where you either feel just totally crushed in your spirit or you are like feeling like it's trying to, but you're fighting against it. Let me know. Um, Cause honestly, I feel like this year more than any has tried so hard. And, and, and honestly, there's still things happening, right? There's still stuff happening that's trying so hard to just crush us. And I, I believe that even those of us who are, especially those of us who are Christians, all the more, I think the enemy is all the more attacking us and trying to discourage us and crush us. So I want to share with you guys three things that you can do, that you can do now, you can do right now, today, to lift your spirits, okay? To lift your spirit and step into a place of at least a little lightness and help to um, just break down and fight against all of the soul crushing influences in the world. Okay. And then 
So I'm going to share with you three things. And then I'm also, three things to lift your spirits. I'm also going to share with you three really specific ways, again, things that you can start today to build resilience in yourself so that not only are you able to lift your own, to help lift your spirits, but also so that you're able to build a resilience in your spirit against soul crushing, soul spirit crushing influences. All right. So that's what I'm going to share with you right now. Okay. So three things that you can do to lift your spirits. All right. Number one, find at least just one thing to be grateful for each day. What happens when we're in a season of spirit crushing, (laughs) when we're in that season of being beat down, okay, Um, it's really, really easy to sink into this attitude that like life sucks and nothing good is going on. It's really easy to do that, right? How many of you guys, like, let me know, have you seen like everybody going like F 2020 and like 2020 sucks, can't wait to see it in the rear view mirror or like whatever, all of these negative things about this year, right? It's, it's everywhere. But here's the deal. Um, yeah, 2020 has been much more blatant in a lot of the soul crushing. Um, but people have been experiencing weighty things bearing down on them all the time. It happens all the time. It's just more obvious right now. And when we're in this season, it's just so easy to just see like a lot of people, for example, 2020 is a wash, right? Like just 2020 was horrible. Was it really 100% horrible though? Can you find one thing, one thing, just one to be grateful for? And so, because here's the deal, um, when we focus on the negative, we draw more negative towards us. This is what happens. Because when you're fo- constantly focusing and thinking about the negative thing, that's all you see. See, what you think about the most is what you're going to see the most. Think about it. If you are really wanting to get a new car, and you know exactly what car you want. You want to get you know, a black sports car or whatever. I don't know a red Mustang, all of a sudden you're going to see that car everywhere. Or let's say you want to get like the new Tesla model. All of a sudden you're going to start seeing Teslas everywhere. Is it because there's more Teslas on the road? Is it because there's more Priuses on the road, more Mustangs on the road? No, it's because you're focusing on that thing. And so you are seeing it more because that's what you're thinking about. So you recognize it. Okay. The exact same concept applies to what you're focusing on in life. So if you're focusing on life sucks, well, guess what? You're only going to see the ways life sucks. That's just the way it is. And the more you do that, the more your spirit is going to be downcast. The more you're going to feel crushed because you're focusing on the things that crush you. And it's not to downplay that life can be hard. Life can be so hard. I'm not trying to negate that or downplay that at all. Life can throw some curveballs that really stink. But here's the deal. How you think about it and how you focus your energy and your mindset affects how much it affects your spirit. Okay? So find one thing, just one thing, every day. I like to make a habit of this in the evening before bed to kind of sit and think and meditate on what is just one thing today that was awesome or that I can be grateful for. And if you're in a really hard season, it might be something as simple as, you know what? I was able to make dinner for my family. 
It could be something as simple as I was able to accomplish this one single task. It could be something really big. It could be something significant that happened that you're really excited about. You got a promotion. You were able to finish a big project you've been working on. What? It doesn't have to, but it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be something really simple. It can be something simple like, hey, I was able <laughs> to take a shower without my toddler yelling at me. That's been one for me lately. When, I was, when I'm able to get a shower in while my daughter's still asleep, like she sleeps in long enough that I can shower without her waking up and yelling at me. It's great. You know, that 30 minutes of alone time. Um, so even just simple things like that. Okay, it doesn't have to be big, but finding just one. Just one. As, as your awareness of the positive grows, you can make that into a bigger list of two or three or five things. Um, I know one of the mentors that I follow, Terry Savelle Foy, she recommends listing five things you're grateful for every day. Um, and that's awesome. That's what I try to do. I try to do more than just one. But sometimes we're in a, when we're in a really rough season, just finding the one can be challenging. So that's where I want you guys to start. Find one thing to be grateful for each day and, and even write it down. And don't just be like, okay, I'm grateful that I woke up. I'm grateful that I had food. Okay, really, really think about that gratitude. Really think, wow, I was able to accomplish this task. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for it. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me the energy and focus to accomplish this task. Thank you, Lord, that you've provided what we needed so that I was able to make this meal. Right? Be really specific and spend some time really stepping into that attitude of gratitude and thanking the Lord for it. If you find just five minutes, five to 10 minutes a day or less, honestly, it doesn't even have to take that long. But if you do that every day, you're going to find if you keep that habit up, that your spirit is going to lighten just by doing that one thing. Okay. So that's, that's number one. <laughs> number two, this is huge. Limit crushing influences. <sighs> okay. If you're finding that watching the news every night is leaving you feeling depressed, crushed, discouraged, and frustrated, stop watching it. I'm going to show you something. I haven't watched the news in months, if not years. I'm not uneducated about what's going on in the world. I'm fully capable. I'm fully aware of what's going on because I'm, I choose when I go and I look up at a, a variety of news sources and I'll read articles and kind of check out to see what's going on in the world. But I decide I'm going to spend 30 minutes or 15 minutes looking at this to be aware of what's going on in the world. And then I'm done. I don't spend what hours of time watching the news every day or every week. No. Okay. But that's just one thing. All right. So news and media, like we all know it's all doom and gloom and that the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, literally like that's pretty much turn on the news. That's all you're seeing no matter what station you're watching. Same thing with social media, right? If you're following all the news channels and whatever, it's just all about how the world is going berserk. So that can be a crushing influence. Okay. But other crushing influences are people. Okay. The friend, like if you have friends and family who are consistently belittling you, who are consistently, um, saying things that lead you to feel inadequate or, um, un, unloved or whatever. Um, you, if you have that in your life, you know what I'm talking about. 
that if you have, if there's people in your life who their influence on you, you walk away from interactions with them feeling worse than you went into it. Um, you, I'm not saying cut them out of your lives completely because I understand that that's not always possible. Um, but you really limit, limit your interaction with that, with those people. I do that personally. I mean, really like everything I'm telling you, like I do this personally. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm finding that interacting with this, you know, one particular person, just every time I walk away from a conversation with them, I just feel frustrated and discouraged and worn down. I really limit how much I interact with them. I still love them. I still pray for them. I'm still there for them, but I really limit my interactions because my spiritual state and health is my responsibility, not theirs. And so I'm going to take responsibility by putting up, by creating boundaries I need to stay in a positive, uplifted state. Because here's the deal. Satan wants to crush us. Because a crushed, discouraged, beaten down Christian is ineffective. If you are in a state of constant discouragement, constant downcast spirit, you are not effective for the kingdom. Sorry to drop harsh truth like that, but it's true. Because you're not focusing on the Lord and his goodness and his joy and his peace and all of that, you're focusing on the way that life stinks <laughs> and that's ineffective. That's not going to win people to Christ. It doesn't. Have you ever, have you ever seen someone drawn to Christ and led to Christ by someone walking up and telling them how crappy their life was? Hey, my life stinks. All these things are going wrong. By the way, I'm a Christian. You should, you should be a Christian too, right? Like, no, no one is led to the Lord that way. Um, they're led to the Lord when you walk up and tell them your testimony of, hey, this is how crappy my life was. And this is all the ways that things were hard. And my spirits, my spiritual state was really rough and all these things. But then Jesus, then God came into my life. I started following the Lord and now my life has turned around. And these are all the things he's done in my life since. That's what draws people to the Lord. So if you're discouraged and focusing on all the ways life sucks, you're not going to be effective for God, for leading people to Christ. So Satan wants to crush us. That's why it's so important to keep our spirits lifted, to fight against that crushing, right? To build resilient spirits. And I'll talk about that in a minute about how to become resilient. But when, if we're finding ourselves in a state of being crushed, that we, we work on getting ourselves lifted up by focusing on the things we're grateful for and thanking God for them by limiting the negative crushing influences on our lives. And I'll give you the third one in one second, but doing these things and then building resiliency. Okay. That's why this is so important. So the third thing that we can do every day that you could start right now to lift our spirits is do a soul filling activity every day. And again, this doesn't have to take a lot of time. Okay. Um, this could be listening to worship music, just a worship music song. Something that I've started doing in this season, um, as my husband and I have been walking through a season of, um, just 
been a little challenging. We're, we have really crazy, hectic schedules and life is kind of crazy right now. And so one thing I've started doing to help fight against discouragement is have worship music on a lot of the day, actually. I have mu worship music on the majority of the day in the background. Um, but it could be, you know, just even just listening to one worship music song. Exercising. If you find that exercising fills up your, fills up your cup a bit. Spending time with the Lord. That's always a good one. Always a good one, right? Read your Bible, pray. Listen. Don't just talk at God. Listen to him. Let him speak to you. One of the best things, one of the most soul-filling activities that you can do is to sit down and shut up and let God talk to you. Because he knows exactly what you need to hear to be encouraged. He knows exactly what's going on in your mind. And so if you sit down, shut up, and let him talk and listen to him, and then actually listen. Like, don't just like let him talk, like actually listen and then apply what he gives you. You will find very quickly that your soul will be lifted up, that your spirit will be lifted. You will be filled with more energy and more joy and more peace. And who doesn't want more of all of that, right? So spending time with the Lord, prayer, meditation, and again, meditating on his goodness, meditating on what he gives you in your quiet times with him, meditating on scripture or whatever, whatever fills up your cup of spiritual energy and just renews your spirit. Take the time to do that. And I know that that's hard right now, especially for those of us who are home with kids all day, maybe that we're not used to that because of COVID, maybe our spouses are home too, but that we're really, you know, we're around people a lot more um, or less depending on your living situation. Some of you might be single and live alone and you are not around people as much and you need that interaction. It's challenging, I know, in this season, but that's why it's all the more important to be intentional about doing activities that lift up your spirit and fill up your cup. Okay? So those are the three, those are three things you can do right now. There's others. I could probably give you a list a mile long, but I don't want to make this video a bajillion years long. So those are just three things that you could do now. Like you literally can, as soon as I'm done talking, you can you know, close out the video and go do one, one or all of these things, right? You can clean up your newsfeed and eliminate the um, people who post things that crush your soul right there, right? You can mute them. You don't even have to unfriend them. You can just mute it so you don't have to see it. I've done that a lot this year. <laughs> um, so those, those are the three things to lift your spirits. I'm going to give you three things to build resilience, okay? So kind of that, the three things to lift your spirits, that's like the, the shot in the arm, the boost to like, you know, it's crunch time, let's give you that <laughs> shot of adrenaline to get you up, right? To, to fill you up, to lift your spirits up, okay? But so that we're able to live in a state of uplifted spirit overall, Okay, it doesn't mean that life is like, woohoo, life is wonderful all the time. I'm always happy and always energetic. Woohoo. No. But what it means is, is the things that come at you that try to crush you can't. You're resilient. Okay, that's what it means. So let's talk about building resilience. Number one, especially right now in this season with how 
unstable and um, crazy life is, <laughs> right? With COVID and all the things going on. Creating structure and rhythms for yourself in your life. Now, I did not say schedule. I did not say rules or anything like that. I said structure and rhythm. Another word would be flow. What this is, is creating a rhythm for yourself that is dependable, that is stable, that helps give you a sense of stability. Okay. So, um, one of my favorite things to do is have AM and PM routines because especially for me as a mom, the middle of my day can be crazy and 99.9% .9 of the time does not go the way I planned or necessarily wanted it to go. Right. And if you're a mom, raise your hand and let me know if that resonates at all. Um, but even if you work, um, work from home, work in a job still, whatever, like the middle of the day, often that's where we're working. That's where we're running errands. It's where we're having to deal with other people and all these things that are outside of our control and curved balls get thrown at us. So we can't always control how our days go, but you can control how your day starts and how your day ends 99.9% of the time. Okay. So what I personally like to do is have those bookends of structure on my day, how I start my morning, getting up, having my vitamins, because I take them on an empty stomach, um, having my Bible time, getting ready for the day, making my bed, right? Certain, there's certain things that every day, like clockwork, it doesn't matter what time I even get up in the morning. I could get up at 5 a.m. I could get up at 7 a.m. I could get up at 8 a.m. But every single day, no matter what time I get up even, I have a routine that starts the day so that I can start the day feeling like I have structure. I did, I accomplished several things, right? Made the bed, had my devos, got ready for the day, accomplished things. So you start the day with wins of feeling accomplished, but also taking charge, taking authority, getting up and taking authority of your day. Even if you know that the rest of the day could go a little crazy. Same thing with the end. You can decide, all right, I'm going to tie a bow on the day. I, what I love to do personally, just a couple of things in my PM routine, I make sure all the dishes are washed. I make sure that the general areas in our in my house are just tidied so that if you know I had to get up in the middle of the night for something, I'm not going to trip on a toy. I spend some time reading, chatting with my husband, doing a couple things like that. And then I go to bed. And what this does, having these structure and these rhythms, it helps build resilience in my spirit because I know those are my bookends. Those are my stepping into the authority of my day. And this is me tying the bow on my day. No matter how crazy it was, I am still taking authority of the domain that God has given me. My home, my family, my personal being, right? That's my domain that God has given me. My business too. But overall... When you start and end your day by taking authority of what God has given you authority over and being intentional, it creates a structure and it creates a rhythm that builds resiliency in your spirit because you start walking from a place of authority, which we have in Christ. As Christians, we have authority over this world, really, spiritually. Because we have been grafted in to the family of God and we have the spiritual authority of Jesus on this earth.
And so when we step into that authority, that's when we're over like crazy effective for Christ because we're walking in our anointing. And so, um, but, but on a smaller scale of your domain, whatever it is, if you work in an office, maybe, you know, starting your day in your office too, just kind of having a, a ritual routine you do when you first get to the office, get your cup of coffee, make sure your desk is set up properly, you've assessed your to-do list, and make sure at the end of the day before you leave the office that you have double-checked your to-do list for tomorrow, and you've tidied up what you need to do and tied whatever bows on it, and then go home, right? But I think most, most of you guys are stay-at-home moms um, most of the time, <laughs> the majority of the people I'm talking to, I know. So kind of what I gave it first of the bookends for um, similar to what I personally do, it's probably more applicable, but still like this applies regardless of like what your domain is, but taking that authority and yeah, kitchen clean before bed, Nikki. Yes. <laughs> Huge. It's like, it's, and it's, here's the deal too. Okay. I'm just going to sideline into like PM routine thing really quick. When you do take the time to have a PM routine, clean your kitchen, tidy up the floor a little bit, those things, you're giving a present to your future self. Because I don't know about you guys, but I hate waking up to a dirty kitchen. It makes me feel, it, well, like when I wake up and I walk out and I see a dirty kitchen, my immediate thought and feeling is oh, I'm already behind, right? Like I'm already behind on my day and I have to start with trying to catch up. But if I walk out to a clean kitchen first thing in the morning, Oh, thank you, past me. <laughs> That's literally, I say that all the time. Thank you, past me. I <sighs> love walking into a clean kitchen. Now I can start making breakfast without having to like try to clean up first, right? Um, so it really, another thing just in doing these things is kind of asking yourself, will my future self be grateful for this? Can I give my future self a present? If you're having a hard time taking the time to do these things for yourself now, do it for your future self. Okay, so that's one thing that creates resilience, having that structure, having that rhythm, and it creates resiliency. The second thing is finding and consistently connecting with soul-lifting influences, right? The second I talked about things to lift your spirit right away by limiting your the crushing influences. It's equally important. So as you limit the crushing influences that you find and connect with lifting influences, Okay, this can look like a bunch of things. Friends, friends that are lifting, right? I, we all have them. We all know, you know who I'm talking about. The people you talk to, that you walk away from a conversation with them, feeling energized, feeling grateful, feeling restored and lifted up, right? I hope you have friends like that in your life. If not, connect with me. <laughs> it's important that you have friends like that. And I would love to be one of those friends for you. Okay, um, and hopefully you're a friend like that. Um, and if you're not, that's something we can work on, right? We are, we're not always, you know, Pollyanna all the time. That's like impossible, right? But we can do our best to be a soul lifting friend and make sure that we have soul lifting friends to lift us up, right? Um, other things that this can be is podcasts that are encouraging and just fill your spirit. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of listening to um, like faith-based podcasts from like churches. I love Jesus culture. They have several podcasts that are really good. Um, I also love listening to um, some of my favorite podcasts are like um, Hannah Keeley's Crazy Blessed podcast. She's got some really great ones on there. Um, and another really uh, favorite of mine is Terry Savelle Foy. She has a 
weekly podcast as well. So just having like podcasts and audios that you can listen to while you're getting ready, while you're making breakfast, but that like fill you up. And it could be a variety of topics. If you own a business and you run a business, having some business things too that will help encourage you and inspire you. Um, having, having a coach, working with a coach, that can help as well help lift your spirit and it can also help you learn how to think differently so that you raise your awareness and are thinking thoughts that help keep your spirits in a and build resiliency in a positive way um so finding and connecting with soul lifting influences this can be on social media this can be in person this can be with podcasts books books are another great one music all the things okay and then the third thing is working on your mindset because here's the deal. How you think, your thoughts are what create your emotions and your emotions are what create your choices. Okay. So if you think, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Life is so hard. I'm so frustrated. The energy in your body. Did you even see, as I said that my energy like went down my shoulders, fell, kind of go inward, right? If you think about it, think like walk through this with me really quick, right? Um, so if you think about, right, oh, life is so hard, it's frustrating, you sink, right? There's that low energy. It's soul crushing. It's spirit crushing. And when you feel that way, you kind of just want to sit in it, right? You don't want to go do anything. You want to just kind of sit and you, just, you don't have energy, right? But if you think something more positive, if you think, thank you, Lord, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Scripture is a great way to help keep your mindset in an uplifted way and build resiliency. Um, if you can, you can think, um, I am so grateful for a family that loves each other and kids that enjoy these toys as I'm picking them up, right? When you think of a, po a positive thought, your energy lifts, right? Do you see, like, even in just saying that, did you see my body language, right? Like just speaking the negative thing, my body like naturally just kind of downshifted. And when I spoke the positive, my body naturally did that. That wasn't conscious because, and I want you to try it yourself. It affects your body. How you think affects how your body feels, which directly affects how you behave. Yes, renewing your mind. And that's biblical. <laughs> it is biblical. Okay? So working on that, working on that, filling your mind with scripture, filling your mind with worship songs, choosing thoughts that are positive. And sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes um, it can be. And sometimes we need help with that. Sometimes we do. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it just means that you need positive friends, right? Those soul lifting influences. And you may even want to invest in working with a coach that helps you get really, really deep into how you think. That's personally what I do. I have a coach I meet with once a week who helps me dig in and really do some, the, some of the deeper thought work to help so that it's all that a smoother of a transition to flip to the positive thought. So those are th three things that can build resiliency. Again, there's there's other things too, <laughs> but I want to keep our time manageable. 
So I'm just giving you three right now. But I want to share with you guys something, okay? If this was um, encouraging to you and you hurt and you're like, I want that. I, I want to build resiliency, but I need help, okay? Um, and I, I want to lift, you know, step into a place where my spirit is more lifted and more positive, but I need help. I have a couple things for you that could help, okay? I am launching a group coaching program called Arise, and it is centered on scripture. It is so centered on scripture. Um, every week we have weekly theme verses that it's centered around, and it's a 12-week group coaching program that's going to take us through the first quarter of the year, 12 weeks, starting on January 11th. And I designed it specifically for women, and it's a combination of mindset work to help you learn how to think positively, how to think in a way that's more aligned with scripture, as well as practical weekly steps to help you take control of the domain the Lord has given you, your home, your time, and your and the interpersonal relationships, how you interact with other people. And so um, for this week, for Christmas, I'm running a special, a BOGO special. So you can purchase, there's three membership levels and all that information is on my website, amandakstout.com. You can purchase any of the three levels and I will give you a gold level package to give to someone, to gift to them, okay? And so that's what I'm doing for Christmas. It's my Christmas special. We are launching in January, on January 11th, um, but this special is only running until December 31st, okay? So I want to share that with you. If 12 weeks seems like a really long commitment and you're not quite sure you're ready for that, I'd love to invite you to do a, to my New Year's strategy session that I'm hosting on Sunday evening. It is um, a 90 minute live group call where I'm going to be walking you through some exercises. Um, Nikki, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Your son can do it with you. Um, Nikki, I will message you. Let's let's chat. I'd love to chat with you about that, okay? Um, so New Year's strategy session Sunday. It's a 90-minute call where we're going to assess this year, and I'm going to walk you through some of these things I talked about. I'm going to give you some prompts to help you find some things to be grateful for in 2020. And then I'm going to walk you through how to pick a word for the year. And that helps you to build that. That's something that really helps build resiliency. I'm, I can go all about that. I'll, I'll talk about that later this week because we're already going a little long right now. And I don't want to take too much more of your time. But um, I just walk you through several exercises, to just kind of tie a bow on 2020, hopefully in a positive way. So you can step into 2021 in a state, in a state that is optimal for achieving your goals and also being resilient and finding the joy and finding the peace. And so that is going to be on Sunday. And I have, I'll share with you the, the link to get to that is right here. Um, and it's, um, there's a couple of different levels of purchasing op options. It, 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 there is a cost for that call because it also comes, it's a live call and it also comes with a workbook, and then the opportunity to purchase um, 
the opportunity to purchase the replay as well as um, the, there's also an option to have a package that gives you a one-on-one -on -one follow-up call with me and it would be a private follow-up call. So all of that information is on the website. I'll drop, I dropped that in the comments. And um, those are just two things I'd love to offer you if what I shared with you today is help, was helpful. Um, if neither of those sound you know, appealing, but you do know that you would like some help, please reach out to me. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and I'd love to offer you a free consultation and to chat with you and see kind of where are you, where you're at, and if that would be a good fit for you, okay? So those are kind of three things that you can do today as well. Um, if you know that, you know, what I just shared with you resonates, but you would like some help, um, there's a group coaching program that's a 12-week option. There's a, you know, 90-minute call with a couple of different options as well as some one-on-one -on -one options. So please, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments. I would be happy to answer them. And you can also always private message me if you'd rather be a little bit more private. All right. Have a wonderful day, my friends. I hope this blessed you. If it did, if you could give me a like um, and share this out to other friends who might be blessed by it as, as well, I would love that. Let's go into 2021, wrapping up this year in a state of positivity and really stick it to Satan. You know, that's really how I'm feeling right now. I don't know about you guys, any of my fellow believers on this call, so ready to stick it to the devil and say, literally, you can do whatever you want, but you're not gonna win, right? So that's where I'm at, and I'm so ready to kick his butt, and I'm really ready to walk with you and encourage you and watch you and link arms to go kick Satan's butt together. So, I'll talk to you later, friends. Have a wonderful day and have a wonderful evening. Bye.